conversations with a friend that I wish could never end. That are just a door that opens to an endless sky. So we open our eyes and write the dead writer's talk. Welcome back to your favorite writing podcast, The Dead Writer's Talk. I'm your host, Jess, and thanks for joining me. We are here with the second episode of season three, and today we're going to be taking a deeper look at the querying process. Now, I've never queried myself, but I've brought together a few people who can help shed some light on this for all who want to know. Thank you and a big welcome to Ella and Olive for being here. Thank you for having us. <laughs> um, now, I haven't had you guys on the podcast before, um, so if you guys want to just take a minute, kind of do a little intro if you want. Okay. Um, hi, my name is Ella Hedrick. I'm 17 years old um, and I have queried before. Um, it was an interesting process. Um, I'm on the board for the Authors of Tomorrow. I run our TikTok account. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to, to be here. Fellow social media manager has joined us. It's so great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hi, I'm Olive. I'm also 17 years old. I have queried before. Um, and I'm really excited to be here. I've never actually gotten to talk to people about the querying process before. This is going to be fun. Well, I'm excited to have you here. I have talked a little bit about querying before on the podcast. I've had a couple of our guests. The board members have talked about their own processes, but not great details. So I thought this was a great chance to kind of take a deeper look at everything and I guess we'll kind of get into it before we do I just want to say that like querying obviously is a unique experience for each person as I've come to understand and basically the goal for this episode is just to share with everyone what Ella and Olive have experienced so that you can kind of be a little bit more prepared before you start your querying journey let's take a look I kind of want to start with before you guys started querying I don't know if you guys have any advice, like what you sh- what you should do before you query, what you should know before you qu- query. Yeah, just before someone goes into querying, kind of go through what that looks like. Um. So yeah, before you start querying, um, the biggest thing is research, not just researching like what querying is, but actually researching the individual agents. Um. There are some things that you need to know about your novel. Um, or whatever you're querying, um, before you go into start or even before you go to look for agents, you need to know what genre your novel falls under. Um, you need to know what else is on the market. Um, you need to know, uh, like if your book would be considered like young adult or middle grade, or if it would be considered new adult. Um, because those are very important things to know about your book. Um, to know the acceptable length of a novel, it's word count. Know your novel's word count and like what that actually means. Um, Cause a lot is dependent on word count. Um, researching agents, very important because not every agent is looking for what you have to offer. So don't waste your time with the people who, if you're writing a young adult fantasy are looking for middle grade, like historical fiction, you know? Um, Research what agents will want your stuff and market to them. So when you're writing your query letter before you even send it out, personalize it. That is something that's really big. So yeah, just doing your research is 
the most important thing, in my opinion, about querying. Also, on that note, it's really important, especially if you're doing thing for longer fix. Um, not necessarily nonfiction, but definitely if you're going for novellas or anthologies or novels, make sure it's completed before you start querying. Try to like research agents and stuff when you are getting to a point of I might want to publish this, but you're not going to really know who you're going to want until you finish your novel or you finish your anthology. And make sure, make sure, because this got me when I was doing it. It's so hard to be able to come up with a synopsis for my novel because I'm so bad at summarizing things. But even if like you can't come up with it, there are people who can beta read your stuff and they'll be able to give you a short synopsis of what they read. Uh, also, to go off of what Olive said, um, <laughs> if you are the only person who has ever read your manuscript, you are not ready to query. Um, no, yes, other people have got to get their eyes on your stuff because they will catch plot holes that you didn't even realize were there. Um, your manuscript should be ready to be published. It has to be polished. Um, you know, like this is your final draft. Um, so, you know, if you can get your hands on an editor, that's great. I understand that not everyone can do that, but to get people, just friends around you to beta read is absolutely vital before you start querying. Yeah, I know this is kind of before you query. I've had a few people or one person I've done alpha reading for, which is kind of like your second draft kind of reader. Um so I think one thing I've, I've heard from a lot of people is definitely look for editors, alpha readers, beta readers, sensitivity readers if you need them. Just, yeah, have someone read it. <laughs> I can, I, I've read a few things um, that people are like, ah, I wanna, I'm gonna like try and publish this. And I was like, mm, I don't think you're quite ready yet, but it's close. You just need to fix the kind of gaping plot holes but that's what beta readers are for yeah exactly so how exactly does one start querying you guys want to kind of go through that uh make your query letter before you even find your agent like ella said earlier figure out your word count figure out what genre and what age group it fits under make sure that you can Summarize it. Make sure you know how to format your query letter. Make sure you have everything written up. There's no grammar mistakes in your excerpt that you're probably going to have to submit in that email. And trust me, making sure that you have all of that stuff accounted for helps so much more when you actually start because then you know that you're not getting rejections based on the fact that it looks like you just can't write a sentence. Yeah. Um... Research what makes a query letter stand out. Um, read samples that you can go online and go to like writers' blogs who are agented writers, um, and they have like posted templates for their queries. Essentially, um, there are agents' blogs where they write out why I went with this query over this query because agents they read hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of queries a day. I mean, your query has to stand out, you know. Um, there has to be something in a query that an agent will remember. And figuring out what that is can be a really, really hard 
uh, it can be a really hard thing to figure out. Um, but researching what makes a query stand out and how to write a good query is super, super, super important. Um, but getting that letter done is absolutely what you need because that is your query. Yeah. And on with that, please do not pay any money for somebody to teach you how to write a query letter. It's such a scam. Like people are making like between 10 and I'm sure multiple hundreds of dollars just telling people buy my book because I know how to show you how to query a letter. Do this workshop, even though it costs you an afternoon and more money than you can think of. There's plenty of free resources online. A lot of times ways to go about it with for really cheap is taking part in, I think it was query pitch or agent pitch, pitch something. Uh, I'll find it and send it to Jess later. Um, it's, I think it was $10 for a night and you had agents that just sat around and gave criticism on query and did like 30 people in two hours. That was the best thing that helped me, honestly. Yeah, I definitely think leaning more towards, I guess, like the free options or like you said, there are some non-scam options out there. Um, This is where the research comes in, though. You have to research it to make sure you're not being scammed. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there anything else you guys can think of that people should do before they start querying? It's super important to personalize your query letter. Um, so when I say, when I say personalize, I mean, if you're querying to an agent who also represents the author of so-and-so book and your work is comparable to that book, include that, you know, be like, dear so-and-so due to your interest in this book by this author, you might be interested in my work. That shows that you've done your research and there's a reason for this agent to be interested in your work. Um, you know, agents don't want to read just the same, you know, just template over and over and over again. Um, yeah, I mean, research everything that you possibly can and research the agents. And it is a long, painstaking process, um, but it's it, it will help you. And adding on to that, um, there are a lot of mentorships out there run by literary agencies that show you how to write your theory. And so show true. you how to perfect your novel for publishing. And a lot of them are free. You just have to deal with the time, which is honestly, I think, the most thing that is a struggle for writers and students who are the same. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> and like the application process can be grueling, but honestly, it's worth it. I think we've got some good stuff there. Now we're going to move to during the querying process. What should you do when you're querying, like while you're doing it? And what should you not do when you're in the middle of querying? Uh, Do not get discouraged with your first rejection. Like it hits hard to me. Both know. Uh, But best thing to remember when you're querying, if even if you're taking a break or if you're trying to figure out whether or not you could cheat, to shelf that book. The best thing to think about it and the best motivator I found is that all it takes is one yes. Just one yes from an agent for you to be able to get on that path to publishing. And 
even if you're 15 rejections deep, like I am right now, it's still the most rewarding thing to think about that someday someone will say yes. And someday that will cause the Bible to be on shelves. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is so easy to get discouraged when querying. Um, I, when, I mean, when I got my first rejection, I was like, wow, that is like, and it was, it was like a form rejection. You know, there was nothing personal about it. It was just like, dear Ella, thanks. Gonna, gonna be a no. And I was like, okay, all right, on to the next one. Um, and it is hard, but it's worth it because you're putting in all this work and you know that this is not an easy industry to succeed in. But I mean, when you're in the middle of querying, you just keep going. But, you know, at a certain point, it is okay and it is good to take a break. You know, it is so valuable for your mental health and your creative health um, to just take a break if you need it. And that's totally fine. Um, I would say a don't is don't, first of all, if an agent rejects you, don't respond to that rejection, not even a thank you, you know, just, just take it and move on. Um, and if you don't hear back from an agent within the first week, don't start nudging them because that's annoying. (laughs) Um, and a nudge is when you just send like a little, Hey, have you gotten this email? That sort of thing. Don't do that. If the first week passes by, it'll be, sometimes it is like a month before you hear back. Um, be patient, be patient. Yeah. And it's honestly, I'm working with two agents right now that I'm waiting on for, I think it's been almost, and we, they will say on their website, whether it's publishers marketplace or their own personal, like agent agency website, it will say whether or not they want you to nudge at them by a certain time point. Like a lot of them will say eight to 12 weeks. A lot of them say, just please don't respond. If it hasn't if it's been eight weeks and you haven't gotten a response back, that I'm passing. You can go like query somewhere else in this agency. But along with that, the whole waiting period, that's not even the worst part. But it does take time. It is a very long and patient process. But the best rejections you're going to get are the personalized. And a lot of them don't even have feedback. A lot of them will probably just say, I really like this project, but it's not the right fit for me. Or I've thought really long and hard. This just doesn't seem like something I can take on right now. And you know, it's not probably something that has to do with your writing. It's probably something with how much the agent is booked. Yeah, really true. I mean, one of the most encouraging rejections I ever got, like it was so like, I didn't even care that I'd gotten a rejection because it was really encouraging. And the the particular agent that I that I'd queried to responded with just, you know, I really I loved this, this writing, you know, I, I really enjoyed the story. I just, I, I have a project that's, you know, in this kind of similar vein of, of genre, and I just I can't take it on right now. But, you know, it's, it's a, it's a very good, solid story. And, you know, that, that didn't hurt. That was, that was so encouraging. And even if it's not a yes, there's still little moments like that when you're querying that just, they push you forward and you're like, okay, okay, I can, I can do this, you know? Um, Yeah, it's, it's always, always worth it to keep going. I had an experience like that with an agent. I had waited, I think, three months 
response, I had given them a little nudge and was like, hey, I wanted to make sure you got this email. Uh, maybe it got lost, whatever. I want to check on the status, right? I, it was probably one of the best days that I've had with querying. And it was just because I was told by the agent, their wish list was absolutely everything that was in my novel that I'm querying, querying right now. And I was told by the agent, I would love to take this project on and leave in the industry. Which means probably if I had written it a year sooner, queried it maybe a couple months sooner, I would have had a nice agent. But that just means that there's going to be somebody out there that's ready to take it on. Because there's going to be people that want to read it. Yeah, it also is worth saying that, you know, if you're on the writing side of Twitter at all, um, which is sometimes a good idea to get off of. Um, but <laughs> you you would know that um, this is one of the hardest times for querying authors right now. It is really, really hard to get an agent because, you know, over COVID, so many people wrote books that the markets are just flooded with books. I mean, it's, it's really true. Um, and it's really hard to query right now. And the fact that you're interested in querying and you're going to take that first step into what we call the query trenches, because that's totally what it is, is really admirable. And I mean, that in and of itself is a major accomplishment that your book is is here and it's ready to, to go out. Um, so just remember when you're querying to give yourself that grace and don't be too hard on yourself. And if you're finding that it's impacting you to the point of like doubting yourself and just like really like bringing you down just take a break i promise you you will not run out of time you have all the time in the world yeah and honestly the best thing that's helped me is especially with the rejections is my closest friends who i met through discord unfortunately not through uh, the authors of tomorrow server but um they beta read for me they've been as obsessed with my novel as i am with it and they've been with me every step of the way in my querying process. And every time I get a rejection, every time I get something absolutely positive or any feedback or anything, they're always there, always comforting, always ready to pretend to threaten to fight someone. <laughs> <laughs> but it's honestly, if you can get someone that believes in your work just as much as you do to support you through the ruling process that it is, it's one of the best feelings in the world when you have that support in that person in your corner. That is so true. I've got people like that in my corner too. And it is the best feeling in the world. It is it is the best feeling in the world to to have someone like text you and be like, I made you a mood board for your characters. And I'm just yes. like Oh my gosh, you did not. That is the sweetest thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's the best feeling in the world. I've found um through all of my writing recently having a writing buddy uh has been really great <laughs> i i have i have someone that sometimes we just get on a discord call and we both just like sit down and we write we like we're, there's no talking there's just <laughs> the keyboard sounds in the background um and then i also have a coach from the previous round of coach hunt um emma she's amazing uh and she kind of having her around to like push me to like actually write and to do the things I need to do to get the book done it's really helpful it really really is 
Otherwise, I would be sitting here with like one sentence on a Word doc <laughs> going, all right, this is going nowhere. Um, so yeah, writing buddies, I, I strongly, strongly encourage. Now, you brought this up a few times, both of you um, taking breaks. This leads us into the last little bit here. When should you stop querying? What should you do if you take a break from querying? Um, I would say uh, if you get to a point where just you can't take the rejections anymore and that one yes is all it takes, it's not really helping as much as it used to, that would probably be a good time to take a break. And I would say try not to take a break right after you've queried because you're going to get midway through that break and then get the response and it's either going to help or hurt you. So wait until all of your queries have gone through. Agents have either responded yes or no, and then you can officially, you should probably officially start your break then. And maybe just take a couple weeks, a couple months and just step away from both your book, from your email, from any of that that would be considered thinking about that project, come back with, it with a fresh mind. Because maybe you'll see things in your query letter that probably weren't the best and probably the weren't best rep- wasn't the best representation of your writing. And coming back without having thought about it for a couple of weeks or a couple of months is going to really open your eyes to what you had on paper previously and how you can fix it. Yeah, that's that's absolutely correct. Um, I would also say that when it gets to the point where your mental health is being affected, um, whether that be you're just being really hard on yourself or every single no is just kind of pushing you deeper and deeper into like, a, I can't do this, I'm not good enough for this, that is when it is time to take a break. And that doesn't mean shelving your novel. That just means taking a break from this industry that is inc- this filled with rejection, mm. filled with rejection. And rejection is hard. I don't care how tough you are. If you're told no over and over and over and over again, it hurts. Yes. Um, and that's totally okay. I mean, we're only human. Um, so yeah, take a break. Step away from your novel. Maybe work on like a side project or something. You're like, well, I've had this idea for a short story. Like, just work on it. Just write. Don't don't write for perfection. Write for fun. Um, you know that that's always fun, and it's a great way to avoid creative burnout. Um, so if, if you if you go back and you or you're reading your manuscript that you're querying, and you're like, there's something here that I just feel like I need to go back and you know, tinker with a little bit. That's totally fine. You know, it's, you know, creative types are always adding on to our work because we never believe that we can achieve perfection, which is true. We just try to get it as close to perfect as we possibly can. Um, yeah, just, it's totally fine. If you're like, I think that I need to go back and work with this scene because there's something in it that's just not lining up the way it needs to take a break from querying. Um, and that's totally fine. I mean, I'm currently taking a break from querying um, because I stopped before final exams because I'm still in high school. And I knew I'm not going to want to be studying for exams and doing exams while I'm also querying a book. That's not going to be fun. So I, so I took a break and that's totally great. Um, yeah. So mental health, always important to take care of your health. Take care of yourself. I promise you. The agents will wait. The agents will always wait for you. 
um, uh, scheduling. If you're going to overload yourself, don't. <laughs> don't overload yourself with something that can easily be put on hold. Um, yeah, I mean, just, just knowing how you work and knowing what works for you is super important. And it's fine to take a break. Sometimes people will feel like, if I take a break, then I'm giving up and I'm a failure and I can't do it. You're not. I promise you, you're not. Take a break. It's totally fine. And it's great. And you have so many people around you that know exactly what that's like. Both of you. <laughs> really well said. Um, that's kind of everything I wanted to go over encompassing. But if you guys don't mind kind of walking me through, walking everyone through like your individual querying process, like how to kind of what you went start to finish. So I have been researching agents, etc. Indie publishing forms, uh, self-publishing forms, all of that uh, for about, uh, it was the start of COVID. So two, half-ish, around that time, really. That's really off, but <laughs> it was around there. And um, I started my current novel back in November of 2020. Finished it this last October, and I, I sent out queries the evening that I finished. Uh, I started mine in batches. I did batches of three. Uh, first nine came back with rejections. <laughs> I'm at, I think, 15 right now. And since then, I did, I did them one at a time because I knew I tried to send them out all at once. I was going to be getting rejections all at once. Um, at least by that point, I learned that. <laughs> um, and it's just, it's a waiting game. And it's really hard sometimes. I couldn't be any happier working on not only perfecting my query letter, but not giving up on my novel. I'm turning it into a series. So even though I haven't gotten the S yet, I'm still working on I'm still working on planning for the one. Like I'm still trying to market my book on social media because even though I haven't gotten explicit, yes, I'm going to, this, I'm going to like it. We're going to go through an editor. We're going to go find a publisher of that stuff. It's still part of me that I want the world to see. Um, okay. So my whole <laughs> journey started um a while ago um i have been writing my series it consists of five books for seven years um i started writing the first one when i was in sixth grade and i just kind of did it for fun i wrote two books two full-length books um by the time i was in seventh grade and then i kind of put it away for a while and i was like all right whatever um when I was in my freshman year of high school, I picked them back up and I was like, I like this idea. I'm going to make this <laughs> into a series. So I wrote four full books um, before the end of my sophomore year. Um, COVID hit and I was like, I really like this writing thing. And it's a great way to keep me from getting bored while I'm stuck in my house all the time. Um, so I 
rewrote essentially most of the series. And then I realized there's too much going on here for four books. I need to add another one. So I wrote five. I rewrote (laughs) quite literally about 80% of the entire plot. Changed a couple characters, changed the world a little bit um, while in lockdown. And I wrote five books. Um, I got them out to beta readers. I got some really great feedback. And then I realized, I this is something. Like, <laughs> there's something here. Um, so I started researching. Um, I talked to some connections that I, that I have and some close family friends who are authors. Um, I figured out my query letter and I started querying, um, all while continuing to write the series. Um, about two months ago, I finished the final book, like really finished it. Um, I got it to beta readers and they loved it, but they also hated me because of the way that it ends. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Let's just say the books do not end on a very happy note. Um, I feel that, honestly. No, it's great. It's great. I got two of my beta readers crying on the floor of my bedroom. It was amazing. It was an amazing experience. Um, You stand making beta readers cry. (laughs) That's what I live for, and I always will. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I, I continued querying. And like I said, once exams rolled around, I said, I need to take a break because I am so tired that and at the end of the day, school's a little bit more important than this. So, you know, I, I took a break and I'm planning on getting back into querying within the month or so. I'm shocked every time I hear things like this, especially considering you're both 17 years old and I'm just amazed at the talent of young writers nowadays because I mean when I was I don't even want to get into how horrible the ideas I had when I was in grade six okay we don't need to go into how bad they were Um, it just takes a lot of rewriting it it was not good (laughs) it was not good (laughs) but you know what it's it's cool that you guys are, are being able to do this and I I know one day I'll be able to walk into a store and pick up both of your books on a shelf. Uh, you're both going to have to tell me what they're about another time because <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> I need to know these things. Um, but yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Uh, before we wrap up here, is there any last last little comments, advice, anything on the querying process? Something I forgot to mention earlier. Um, Agents can be really weird about your age. So please do not in any way indicate that you are under 18. (laughs) They really don't like having to deal with contracts with children, especially. But there's really weird thing against young writers in the industry. And we've all heard about it. I'm sure we've all to people who know about it. And yeah, we have more people breaking into the industry now that are really young um, that didn't have before. It's still really hard for someone to be open about their age, it's even on, in like online presence. And uh, I mean, I turn 18 in a couple of months, so I really don't care. But um, <laughs> in online presences, uh, you're doing 
pitch events, when you're talking about things that are relevant to you on like TikTok or Instagram, if an agent sees that when you're querying them, they are more likely to turn you down because you're not a legal adult. Yeah, also, there's absolutely no reason why you should include your age in your query letter. Yeah. They, you don't need to, so don't, because you might be shooting yourself in the foot when you do it. Um, yeah. yeah, there's no reason to do that. Also, the best way to get better at writing is to write. Yes. Do not demand do not demand perfection from yourself, because perfection is unattainable, and I truly, truly <laughs> believe that. You, There's no such thing as perfect. I'm sorry, there isn't. Um, no, there isn't just write have fun writing should be fun if there comes to a point where it's not fun anymore take a break yeah the wisdom of 17 year olds nowadays shocks <laughs> me <laughs> on the internet <laughs> i will i will um yeah thank you guys so much for coming on and talking about this um like i said i've never queried before so I have absolutely no qualifications to talk about this. Uh, so thank you for you guys <laughs> to do that for me. Um, absolutely. It's, it's been great. I'll have to have you guys on for more episodes. You guys are fantastic. Um, to wrap things up again, I just want to say these are the experiences of a couple people. Sometimes it'll be different. Um, I find querying has been a very unique experience. Very individual sometimes. There are overlapping things, but um, yeah, just consider what they've had to say. Uh, like I said, they are really incredibly wise. <laughs> um, and yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. It's been a blast. It's been fun. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all that good stuff. And yeah, we will catch you next week. Writing poetry with ink all over my Conversations with a friend that I wish could never end. Literature's a door that opens to an endless sky. So we open our eyes and write. The dead writers talk.